Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We've been doing, we've been doing all, different, all different kinds of stuff. Um, been talking ice cream, NFL draft, NBA tonight, ton, ton, ton of stuff. But um, something happened yesterday, which was interesting to me. Albert Pujols was uh, designated for assignment with the Angels. DFA is a nice way of saying we cut him. I play with that sort of tenure. He got he got cut. But why? Why May 6th? I know he wasn't hitting. Um, but wasn't there a way in which you go like, hey, here's what we do. We got a series with the Dodgers coming up. Let's do one last big weekend. Wait till the attendance fills up and well, let's get some value out of the $30 million we're going to pay him. Plus, they're going to play him next year in perpetuity to be a brand ambassador for us. Like the whole thing is, is strange. Um, plus what the hell happened to the Dodgers? <laughs> I mean, they were trending to be the best team we'd ever seen. Now Dusty Mays out for the year and they're a complete mess. The Dodgers were 13 and two and they're four and 13 since. Bob Nightingale joins us from USA Today covering Major League Baseball. Let's start with the pool holes thing. Any idea why now and why this way it was done? I think it was just a situation where they thought he couldn't be an everyday player anymore. And they've been talking about this for weeks. I heard about it. I didn't think they would have, uh, you know, reached reach this point. You know, then they, uh, he wanted to be in the lineup on uh, Wednesday night. And uh, they said no. They said, you know, from now on, you lost your everyday job. But you're going to be a bench player. You know, would you rather retire? He said no. Uh, he didn't want to be a bench player. So it was almost like mutually agreed upon, like, okay, let's just release you then. And, you know, go to some place where he can play every day. You know, that's, that's what he wants. He still wants, to become an, still wants to be an everyday player. Can he be? I'm not sure. I think it would have to be an American League club where he can still uh, DH. Uh, yeah, at least on occasion, 
maybe it's going to be a second division uh, America League club. Uh, well, you know, we'll see. I mean, obviously, you know, he's still got still got power and stuff. The bat speed, you know, isn't what it was. But you never know. You know, he's so driven. You know, he may be uh, out to say, you know what, let me prove people wrong and prove that I can still play this game. So, yeah, you never know. I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure maybe we'll take a chance on him. Yeah, it's a it's a weird deal. It's a very weird deal. Uh, Bob Nightingale, our guest. What happened to the Dodgers? You know, just one of those things. I mean, I remember, uh, you know, years ago they lost like six from the last 17 during the season. Uh you know, I'm not, I don't know if it's complacency, but just, you know, they know they know they're good, they know they're the best. And sometimes, you know, just breaks happen. I mean, obviously, you know, Dustin May, you know, hurts, but, you know, that's only, you know, one or two games uh, you know, that he would have started anyway. They still have good starting pitching. But just it seemed like their guys were slumping at the wrong time and the bullpen is uh, making bad pitches at the wrong time. I mean, they, uh, you know, they, they could have won a couple of games in Chicago and then, you know, kind of kept them blowing it. You know, Bellinger doesn't seem right. Uh, obviously, Mookie Betts is better than he's showing. So, just a, a lot of guys are going uh, bad at, at the same time here. Yeah, it's crazy on how, how it's not just that they've fallen and they've all, but it's like all of them all at once, it's gone bad. Yeah, very strange. I mean, at least it's still early on. And when talking about the first week of May, that sort of thing, they're, you know, I still believe they're the best team in baseball, uh, but, you know, they're certainly not playing like it. You know, no. like, uh, was it thir- thirteen on the seventeen, and uh, you know, and, and you know, teams go through that. I mean, uh, you know, I know they're talking about it—the yeah, greatest team ever and everything else. Can they win? Uh, can they win over one hundred sixteen games and set the record? But just it, it's tough to be motivated for an entire season. That's what makes it baseball so great. Where you know, you, you, there's no flukes. So if it's a sixty-game season, yeah, I could, I could see people panicking, but not now. As as bad as. They have been, they still have the best run differential in baseball. Isn't that crazy, right? As bad as they've been the last 21, 22 games, they still have the best run differential in baseball. Bob Nightingale, our guest in the Doug Gottlieb show. Okay, let, let's get to the Yankees. They started out struggling. Just took two or three from the Astros in a contentious series after uh, taking all three from the Tigers. What has fixed the Yankees for now? Well, Stanton's been on fire. I mean, he's got a 11, uh, 12 game hitting streak now. Uh, he's hitting everything. He looks like the same guy that was with the Marlins. You know, he won the MVP and hit, you know, 59, you know, home runs. So, and, and the pitching's been fine. I mean, everybody's wondering what would happen after Garrett Cole. But our guys have stepped up the bullpen until yesterday. He had been lights out. So, they still have too much talent and uh, never really panic. I mean, they're still the team that beats in the ALEs for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's, I think that's fair. Um, who's had the most surprising season to date for you? Uh, you know, San Francisco Giants are right there, uh, in Boston Red Sox too. I mean, Red Sox, we saw how bad they were last year. They let go Ron Renicky, you know, we thought it was his fault. Bring back Cora, and just you know, a lot of guys have uh, responded to him. Uh, you know, JD Martinez now is the same guy, you know, that he was beforehand. Uh, you know, last, you know, sure last year was an aberration. So I, I got to say, Boston and uh, Boston, San Francisco, and KC to a degree. Although you know, no one's really playing well in division. But if I throw KC in that in that uh, picture as well, I would definitely say Kansas City, considering how bad they were last year, and it was thought to be a complete rebuild job to get back to the playoff and World Series champion they had been previously. And here they are in the thick of things. Granted, early on, not a great division, but still very, very impressive. Yeah, and they're, uh, you know, that division, you know, they re- they rebuilt themselves just like the White Sox have. And, uh, yeah, they're going to be, a, you know, they're not going to win the division this year. But, you know, they're going to be a serious contender beginning next year and for some years after that. Uh, Dane Moore, the GM, has done a terrific job winning, rebuilding it, and now on the verge of winning again. Um, Justin Verlander, I saw he threw from 90 feet. He's, uh, he, he's, he's rehabbing. Any chance we see him this year? No, uh, I think he'll wait. You know, he's a free agent at the end of the year. Then we'll see who wants him. It's probably going to have to be a uh, incentive-driven contract where it's a smaller base and see how many innings he pitches and everything else. He's starting to get you know he's getting up in age too. Was he 37, 38? You know that sort of thing. But yeah, he's not going to risk everything by by coming back uh, 
that coming back early. I, I, I just don't see it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, and you look at it, it has become very much a young man's game, right? I mean, um, you, you mentioned the age thing. It's not just the injury. It's the age. Obviously, Jacob deGrom's in his 30s, and he's the best pitcher in baseball, but I mean, a .780 ERA. But when you get to that, the upper 30s and we take steroids out of baseball, it completely changes how we look at a guy in his, in his late 30s. Yeah, I mean, particularly position players. I mean, we're seeing all the time. And we're you know, talking about Albert Pujols. Of course, he's 41. Miguel Cabrera is going through the same thing. You know, uh, you know, hey, who knows what, you know, uh, even guys like Mike Trout will look like, you know, seven, eight years down the road. It's just a, uh, it, t- it takes its toll. And uh, that's why teams try to stay away from those big long-term contracts. Bob Nightingale, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show, covering Major League Baseball. We got to Pujols, we got to the Dodgers, we get, we got to the Yankees. We did a little bit, uh, a little bit, a little bit on the resurgent Red Sox. What about the the Padres? Obviously, when they face the Dodgers, that's just great baseball. Awesome series. They're eighteen and fourteen. How are they viewed around the rest of baseball? Yeah, no, it's, it's a uh, a serious contender. I mean, you know, it's almost like if anybody can knock off the Dodgers. It could be the Padres, got the young pitching staff, you know, and then uh, with the veterans on top of it, particularly the way Hugh Darvish is throwing. Blake Snell hasn't thrown great yet, but obviously he's got a side young in his resume. Uh, you know, and then with Tatis and, you know, Machado and the, uh, the way Hosmer's playing, you know, hey, they got a, they got a chance to, uh, you know, to get the World Series. I mean, never won one in, in franchise history that, you know, they're knocking the door. They, they certainly have the, uh, you know, the, the pitching to do so. Bob, have a great weekend. Really appreciate you joining us. Love your perspective and your knowledge of the sport. Thanks so much for joining us. Sure, my pleasure. Take care, Doug. All right, you, you saw that, uh, you saw that uh, historic numbers are up in baseball in terms of hitting and offense in the first half of the season. Uh, MLB hopes offensive numbers perk up after historically rough April for hitters. Guys are struggling to hit, and with no crowds in many of these stadiums, it's just interesting on how pitching has been so dominant. We got some breaking news. Let's get you to Brian Finley and find out what it is. Brian, what do you got? Breaking news from Fox Sports. Yeah, Doug, Pelican star Zion Williamson, his durability in question again. According to the team, he has a fractured left ring finger. He is out indefinitely. The team says he will not come back until further evaluation. Uh, And of course, Williamson missed the first four months of his rookie campaign because of an injury. Then he had the the shoe that blew out at Duke, had a grade one knee sprain. So one of the many injuries that have compiled and complicated Zion Williamson's career. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I mean, how do you hurt his finger? Well, that's a that's another key. That was not described in the note, but according to a CT scan, that was determined at a nearby hospital before the team went on to go on a road trip. But it must have been bothering him, and it had to be something basketball-related, Doug, because I'm sure you as a player you know, dealt with those kind of things all the time. when you had Yeah, to all, the, with... all the dunking that, that I did. <laughs> yes. I just like, did he hurt it dunking, or did he hurt it, did he hurt it slamming it in a door? Did he hurt it messing around? Like I, but I, 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 like I'm going I'm to say this. This is, this is like my boy Matt Holliday. I'll never forget this. Matt Holliday, his last year in um, St. Louis, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was his last year in St. Louis. They like questioned his durability, and he was like, "Dude, I got hit in the thumb with a fastball. <laughs> I got hit in the hand with a fastball. Like he broke, he broke his hand or broke his finger or something. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you want me to do? It's not really a durability issue. I got hit on the finger with a ball. It's a job hazard. It's not being injury. Being injury prone is, you know, Anthony Davis, right? Like, your calf hurts. You come back. Your calf hurts again. Then your back hurts." Knee bones connected to the hip bone. That's injury prone. I understand what you're saying. I'm just telling you the reality of it. David Griffin says uh, part of the reason Zion Williamson is injured is because he's uh, how he's been, way he's been officiated by NBA officials this season. Says the way he's been officiated encouraged teams to play more physically against him in the paint. Like, okay. <laughs> That's the dumbest crap I've ever heard. Zion can't shoot. And he knows he can't shoot. He's the most explosive big guy going towards the basket. So all he does is shoot dunks and putbacks. Like he is attacking, he's an attacking physical player. If you want your guy to have more space, teach him how to shoot the ball.
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there, and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I was watching uh, last night, uh, took my dude out to a place called Islands. He's been to Islands? Yeah, oh, Love yeah. Island, yes. Like Islands, right? 
It's like um, sit-down burgers. It's got some good sandwiches. Surf shows on in the background, whatever. It's like a Southern California chain. Do they, do they go outside of Southern California anywhere? I don't know. We're giving all kinds of different uh, graders ice cream love in Ohio. And we're talking Wisconsin. Let's give some Southern California. So, so Islands is good. So anyway, we're sitting there. All California. All of California. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm watching and I thought, wow, I have the seat. This is where I've really grown and matured as an adult. I had the seat with no TVs. My son's sitting there watching a game over my shoulder. He's like, dad, you got to watch this. Dad, you got to watch this. I turn around. Well, what is it? He said, well, it's the, and the Nets and the Mavericks. Like what? Why? At the end of the game, the Nets are, I think they were down three at the time. And Kyrie took a shot from near midcourt. He's like, dad, why did Kyrie take that shot from near midcourt? And I said, cause he's got 45 points. <laughs> I looked at my phone. So they lose last night to the Mavericks. Uh, 113, 109. And the player who started in the place of James Harden is Landry Shamit. He doesn't score a point. And so there's a little bit of a difference between James Harden and Landry Shamit. And Harden's coming back healthy, and I get it. We can all have our questions about the health of Harden, the health of Durant, the health of Kyrie Irving. Because Kyrie and KD seem to have been oft injured and that doesn't usually get better. And now that we get into the playoffs, like, I don't know. I look at James Harden who's saying he's going to be ready for the playoffs. And I think, yeah, I, they'll be okay. It's just, it's so hard. Every team is constructed differently. The LeBron James, LeBron James teams are constructed in a way in which when he's playing, everything runs through him. So it's hard to not play to hard to play without him. Well, when you, when you play the way the Nets play, when you have three dominant players and you take one away, and remember you had to kind of shed your bench in order to get these players, you're just not going to be the same. You're just not. So Kyrie was otherworldly at times last night. I mean, you know, I don't think much of Dallas defensively, but they couldn't stop him no matter what. And he just does some things with the basketball, which are crazy, crazy. But they trailed most of the entire night. They had a chance to tie it late and couldn't do so. And the uh, the Mavericks end up getting the win. I think you had Harden. And again, you have to look at the entirety of um, uh, of the playoffs, of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Milwaukee is problematic, and they did beat them twice. But it's a completely different team when James Harden is back healthy. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hi, the Cubs are, the Cubs are leading. In the, sorry, it's most of my childhood, by the way. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I thought this he, Andrew Grief would be a great guest. Uh, L.A. Times Clippers reporter joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, a- Andrew, let, let, let's start with the Clippers. I mean, obviously not to start with the Clippers, but start with their most recent performance. Um, you know, to those of us who, to those people who are like, you know, wait to the playoffs, that's all that matters. How do the, how do the Clippers look this year as opposed to last year this time? You know, they really never got the chance to get to this point in the season because when they were hitting their stride the most, that was literally the day that the season stopped because of COVID. Um, so right now you're seeing them kind of, they went through a long, sustained peak after the All-Star break. They really focused on their defense. Um, and even when they had injuries after the All-Star break, they still won 11 out of 12 games at one point. They won even when they were missing two or three starters. Um, they, they dipped a little bit, go, you know, losing three straight, but they really come back strong, winning the last two. And so I think that you probably get varying points on how they feel entering the playoffs. Ty Lue last night was actually really upset. I mean, they won by 24. But he, was, he said they were disinterested in the game. They had 22 turnovers. They didn't respect the game. So I think that right there is kind of all you need to know about the Clippers. Um, they're, they're rolling pretty well right now, and yet Ty Lue is like, this is not where we need to be. We need to fo- tighten up our focus. And he says that they're playing for something more than obviously just a regular season win. Outside of the New Orleans game where he was, he was just bad, um, how would you describe Paul George over the last month? Well, he was he was a candidate for Player of the Month in April for a reason. I mean, he, he I think the thing that flipped for him was that 
he has played through some lingering um, co-pain since early February. He said that um, basically he has a, a bruised uh, toe bone on his right foot. And there was a point where he said that he, he would allow that to take over how he felt, you know, that, that to affect his performance. And really, there was a point where he said, okay, if I'm going to play, I just have to play all the way. You know, I, I can't let this limit me. If I'm going to choose to go on the court, then I can't hold myself back. I think that's when the point where you see things flip. And he's been um, not as efficient as he has been in some stretches in terms of his shooting. But I think you've seen his aggression, even when his, his jumper isn't falling. He's been much better at still, you know, prodding the inside of the defense, really getting the line as much as possible. So I think that this is probably, um, in a season where he's played really excellent, I think he's entering the playoffs in about as strong as he's been all year. Uh, the One of the recent losses was to the Suns. Chris Paul gave it to him, but they had to start Trey Mann in that, in that game. In terms of the playoff teams that they match up well with and match up poorly with, who do they match up poorly with getting ready for those playoffs? You know, the, the Serge Ibaka is sort of one of the, the great question marks. Um, he hasn't played since March 14th. When you get him out there, obviously he is a guy who can spread the floor at the center position more than Evita Zubat has. Um, so I think that that's sort of one little tool in their pocket they don't really have right now they can't really utilize. Uh, that limits, I suppose, a little bit of what they could do. But I think still with the ability to guard, um, you know, with – Paul George and Kawhi Leonard kind of around the perimeter. And I think the Zubox has been a revelation in terms of his ability to lock down um, the interior defense. Now, he had some trouble against Jokic, um, but I think that everyone has had trouble with Jokic this year. I think in terms of the teams that they match up most poorly with, I think the Suns are really hard. You know, I think that opposing point guards, small point guards, have had um, a lot of success against the Clippers at times this year. A lot of that was before Rajon Rondo joined, admittedly. But I think that if they're going to start Reggie Jackson, um, who's a great offensive player, not quite there defensively, opposing guards could cause some problems, and Chris Paul is one of those right there. Um, Phoenix has played them extremely tough all year. I think that's one of them that um, I still would think the Clippers would win that series, but they can give them a lot of fits, of course. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, do they do they want the Lakers in the playoffs? Well, I think that at, at this point, it's almost like if, if you can grab the Lakers early in the playoffs, that would seem to be for the better, right? For pretty much any opponent because of just the health they're going through. I mean, today they get through last night and they lose Anthony Davis, um, and Alex Caruso is now major report. So the hits just keep coming for the Lakers. So I think that uh, you know, based on what we saw last night, clearly the Clippers. Um, they're, they're looking at a team right now that's wounded. I think they obviously took advantage last night, and you have to think about if they meet again in two weeks, things will probably be different. You know, LeBron James, I would expect you would, you would expect to come back um, and everyone to be healthier, but that's still a team that is really trying to find itself. And the Clippers, although they've had a lot of injury struggles also, I think they are further along in terms of understanding what their identity is. So I think if you can grab the Lakers early in the playoffs, it would seem to be more conducive to the success of your team. No question. No question. You, you want to get them early rather than late, especially if they get rolling, right? And that's really what happened to them last year was the, the, the Lakers weren't great early in the playoffs, but by the end they were, they, they, were kind of, uh, they were kind of rolling. Hey, listen, I really appreciate you joining us. We'll talk as the playoffs get underway, and thanks so much for being our guest on, on Fox Sports Radio. Of course, anytime. Thanks so much. Andrew Grief joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show uh, from the L.A. Times, he's their Clipper reporter. So, so Tom Brady, Fenley, Brian, uh, Brian Fenley joins us. So Tom Brady said what on the call with, with the rest of the players? Yeah, so Doug, there was a boisterous plea, a fiery tirade, if you will, on the NFL Players Association call where he basically said, and I'm summarizing here, that everybody, all the players, they need to unite, go to their coaches, go to the league, and make it a point to say that we don't need to be required to partake in off-season required mandated workouts because he pointed out, like, in Major League Baseball, you're not having a, a, a Major League Baseball pitcher throw 95-mile-an-hour fastballs in December during the offseason. So why should NFL players be required to come in the offseason and risk injury and, and other things? And he said, well, look at last season. L- look at how we handled last season with things going virtually. We proved that we could make that happen, and that should carry over. Yeah. I mean, the problem is you have all these roster bonuses. The problem is you have all this great training. You know, they. I mean, I just... 
you did it because it was a pandemic. You also had no fans in the stands last yeah. year. Like it's a, we're like we're comparing, and I I get this. The problem with it is now you're creating precedent, right? And the players association said, "Well, we had precedent. We did it last year." Great. You also do, do we not remember that the the Buccaneers got in trouble because they were practicing in a park? <laughs> yes. It's like it, I it it's almost infuriating, infuriating to go like, wait a second now, hold on. You got in trouble because your offensive coordinator came over and dropped off plays. You got in trouble because you were at the park working out and you're saying, well, look, we, we were do it last year. We can do it this year. If you really didn't want to have off season training or whatever, then you should have addressed it in the CBA. It's really that simple. And if you're going to draw the hard and fire stance and go like, Hey, we're going to boycott. We're not going to do it. When you had a chance dude, of course, NFL teams are going to be like, we're not going to pay you when you get hurt, uh, you know, outside of our training facility. Of course not. No. No, we are not. So, I, what happens with these arguments is like, you're pro owner, like, no, I'm just telling you how contracts are written, agreed, negotiated, agreed to. That's the contract. In no, nowhere in the world do you go like, you know, I was going to buy your house for $150,000. But then I, I, I was going to sell my house for 150000 But then before my house closed, the house, you know, three houses down, closed for $175,000. My house is nicer. So now I'm going to charge you $180,000. Good luck with that. Good, good, good luck with that one. Tom Pellicero reports that Brady got on the call, which dealt with the union's continual push for players. Brady told the players to have very intense negotiations about modifying their work. So he said, there's no effing pro baseball player throwing 95 in mid-December. And there's no football players hitting in the offseason, Tom. Say something else that's not back to Jack. Like, why do, what are they, how do these guys do this? Doug, don't you think that this is just the guy's wanting to do the workouts on their own terms. Yes. And, and that's what it really comes down to. Yes, which they can do. Okay, if they don't have the roster bonuses and they don't have to show up, then don't show up. But if a guy shows up, one, he's in front of the coaches, and two, if he gets hurt, it'll get taken care of. I feel like knowing what we know about Brady and his work ethic, this could be, and this is a little tinfoil hat, is this a way of him going, yeah, guys, we need to stop working out so hard. Like, everyone take a back seat. And then we're going to keep doing what we're doing in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I, there, there will absolutely be players that will show up at facilities. Like what you're doing as a veteran player, this is what they're doing as veteran players. They are doing something so disingenuous. It is really, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? It is almost unsavory. Okay. Rookie players need to get in there. Most of these, a lot of, some of these guys didn't play last year. Right. Um, and the ones that did play, they played in a short and different season. So now you get drafted and you got to go and make a team. And you're like, wait, I got to wait until the veterans want to show up. Like, nah, no, thanks. I want to be there. I, I, I want to be there. So I, I know the system. You got t- kids that team players that switch teams. The, the idea that it doesn't do anything. It doesn't build team chemistry. Like, You don't want to show up, don't show up. By the way, Tom Brady always showed up for OTAs until year 17. And by the way, he was a six-round pick. Do you think for one second that Tom Brady in his first couple years in the league wasn't going to show up? And then, of course, last year he was pissed about the rules because he's like, I got a new team, I got a new offense coordinator. I can't even meet with him? No. They want to have it both ways. Doug, could you see Brady saying something like that if he didn't have the job security and the clout that he has. What do you mean? Like, if he if he was not Tom Brady and he was instructing all... And I know he probably would never be in a position to talk like he was if he wasn't Tom Brady on that Players Association call. But, but Tom is so secure in his ways, he, he's so established, that it's easy for him to say, now... 
that he's not coming up. He's not a rookie like you were saying and having to to want it to impress and to show off where he doesn't have to do those things. So it's easier for him to say, hey, don't show up for the offseason workouts because he doesn't really have a need to himself if he didn't want to because of how established he is already. Right. Right. The rules are rules are different for him. And yeah. um, OK. Yep. Got it. Now, the, the rules are the rules are different for him and he knows it. And uh, but it's also the rules are different for him where he doesn't have to necessarily show up, but he always has. But he but he always has. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Coming up next. Uh, I just I don't like the guys that just like you just did the opposite last year. And now you're like, yeah, but we don't need that. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts welcome to 500 greatest songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man. It's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, Here, There and Everywhere. 
Listen to Season 2 of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Kevin Clark Monday. Lasers, Blakers, uh, Lasers, Lakers, Blazers later tonight. I'll give you my pick on the game. First, though, let's get to Brian Fenley with the press. The press. Brian, what do you got? All right. So we were talking about this earlier, Doug, but what started out as one story is now actually turning into two. Pelican star Zion Williamson, the news coming out, he is going to be sidelined indefinitely with that fractured left ring finger. But on top of that, Doug, you were bringing up that David Griffin, the executive vice president of basketball operations, has been blaming this injury on the way that Zion was being treated by NBA officials. And and Doug, I wanted to read this quote in part. Griffin says, He's injured because of the open season that there's been on Zion Williamson in the paint. He has been absolutely mauled in the paint on a regular basis to the point where other players have said to him, I'm not going to keep doing this to you because they don't call it, close quote. Well, I mean, he initiates contact. He's just an attack player with no jump shot. He's a great attack player with no jump shot. So I don't... What are we supposed to do? Let him go? I go to the basket. (laughs) I just, uh, hey, you know what, dude? You hurt your finger. (laughs) People say stupid crap all the time. That's some stupid crap. These two things can be, they can have to adjust to how they officiate him, and he can hurt his finger. One does not necessarily beget the other. (laughs) Tom Brady was on an NFL PA call today, according to NFL Network, and he made this fiery push where he is instructing all of his fellow players to talk to the coaches, to talk to the league about cutting down on off-season workouts and limiting them. And look, I wanted to bring this quote up, Doug, because NFL reporter Tom Curran said after that news came out that, quote, Don't let them work you too hard, says the guy who runs around his backyard wearing a helmet and shoulder pads in June. Close quote. A little sarcasm there, but certainly seems a bit hypocritical on Tom Brady's part. I have no knowledge of anything. Correct. Correct. (laughs) Like the guy's like, well, yeah, I I don't know why these guys, why why they would push us. Like, dude, you eat avocado ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) The Eagles claiming Kerryon Johnson off waivers. Of course, he was recently released by the Lions, but Doug, I don't think you're too surprised that he was scooped up pretty quickly with him being a second-round talent and, and certainly somebody who still brings a lot of juice on the gridiron. Does he, hasn't he been hurt a lot? I mean, that that could have played a factor. With a growing injury. Well, look, it's a completely new uh, front office there, right? So, uh, but if you look at his stats, I mean, here's a guy who, um, he's only been in the league for three years. He played, this is the first year he played all 16 games. But again, different coaching staff than the one that drafted him. And he just wasn't terribly productive. They needed a running game and he couldn't provide it. They obviously changed offensive lines. I think Kerryon Johnson does have talent. Um, the issue with Carryon Johnson has been one health for the most part, and two, can he catch the ball out of the backfield? Can he do the other things? But as a running running back, he's pretty good. 
And Doug, you think about that Eagles backfield now with Miles Sanders, Kerryon Johnson, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, and then they picked up Kenny Gainwell. It's stacked. I don't know how they're going to have carries for all those guys. They're going to want the football. Well, they're going to run in a bunch. They're going to go to Baltimore-style offense. You know, when you have Jalen Hurts, you're not going to have him sit back there and throw. And they got they got their offensive line was a mess. They're trying to rebuild that as well. And then lastly, Doug, we we saw what Brandon Bean said recently about how he would be open to cutting players if they were unvaccinated. Then the league comes out today and says they have talked to Brandon Bean and, and said that you can't just cut a guy because he hasn't taken the COVID-19 vaccine. Why? So people won't be allowed in the stadium unless they're vaccinated, but players can play not being vaccinated? If you have a medical issue, of course. If you don't have a medical issue, get get vaccinated. What wow. are we doing? So the rest of the team has to go through health and safety protocols, all this constant, really expensive, needless te- testing, because you won't get a shot. Even though every, every doctor, every scientist tells you to get one, unless you have some pre-existing health condition that won't allow you to do so. I would guess it's because it hasn't been negotiated with the NFLPA, but it's absolutely the right thing to do. Every football player who does not have a pre-existing medical condition that doesn't allow them to have should be vaccinated, especially if every fan has to be vaccinated. Part of the job. Like we're getting to the place, I'm guessing our place of work, you're going to have to be vaccinated. You're going to have to be vaccinated. Hate to break it to you. Like, well, I don't believe in vaccinations. Did you get your polio? Did you get your mumps, measles, rubellum? Of course you did. And then get the, get the COVID vaccine vaccina- vaccination. It. And Doug, a lot of these colleges opening up in the fall are requiring students, if they want to live on campus, to have a COVID-19 vaccine. So there's another thing that's out there where even if you're against it, you really don't have much of a chance to no. to think otherwise. Well, here's I, I explained this uh, last week. I have a couple of doctor friends and they were like, look, nobody's been alive during the time of the Spanish flu or during polio. Or doing during a measles epidemic, so they don't realize that like this is what you have to do. You have to get vaccinated. It's part of life. You know, that's what you got to do. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. uh, With with all that's going on in India, don't you think they would trade places for people to be vaccinated in a heartbeat? Of course they would. And that's the press. That's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Tyler Dunn, who used to cover the Packers for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, told Damon Amendolara of CBS Sports Radio that Green Bay executives did their homework on this year's quarterback class and considered adding a player at the position on day two. That would have meant selecting a quarterback in either the second or third round. But considering drafting a guy and drafting a guy is completely different. Every NFL, this is where Tyler is only providing half the story. Okay, every NFL GM, every one of them does homework on the position and considers and considers adding them no matter how good they are at that position. That's your job. Okay, is to try and if a quarterback is a super valuable asset and you can get one at a better position than you than you thought you could, that's what you do. You know? I mean, that, it's, it's really, really, really that simple. So I, I would say that's my kind of take on, on that one. And then I saw this, that men's basketball could assess technical fouls for flopping. Myron Metcalf said the NCAA Basketball Rules Committee is proposing hitting floppers with a Class B technical foul. That would give an opposing team one free throw attempt, but wouldn't assess the guilty party a personal foul. That's the right thing to do. The flopping is out of control. One of the issues, though, with, with what we think are flops is sometimes you see it on TV where a guy gets hit and then the reaction is delayed and you're like, oh, that's a flop. Like, no, you don't immediately react in super slow motion to being hit. It takes a second before all the all the sensations in your body kind of react. So. Yes, uh, Ramos. Oh, well, when you're coaching the youth uh, on your team with your son stuff, do, can you do you? Say that take specifically. Like, we don't don't, do yeah, take charges, flop. right? But you know, you see them flop or something. You get on them, feel like, hey, man, we we don't. They're do not things. old enough yet. High yep. school is when it usually starts. Um, I take an extreme amount of pride when my kid, if I have a player takes a charge. It's a really hard thing. I have one kid who has twice gotten hit in the um, unmentionables, 
And neither time was he actually taking the charge. Just the most bizarre thing. So I was like, Gavin, you don't have to take a charge. Everybody else can, but Gavin, you don't have to take a charge. <laughs> I like As that. He just, he just <laughs> hurt himself twice. But yeah, I like it when they take charges. Um, and we tell them, you know, if you sit on somebody, like in the post, you sit on somebody's strong shoulder, you know, like if you're left hand, you're always turned to your right shoulder, right? You sit on that right shoulder and a guy who's bigger than you runs you over. Heck, you absolutely sell it and fall down and make it act like you were shot and killed. That's not flopping. That There's a difference. In, there's a fine line between flopping and selling a call. We teach the kids to sell a call. So... I don't know who, who Gavin. Who do you think the biggest flopper is in the NBA? Ah, uh, got to go LeBron, right? And on the other side, maybe Kyle Lowry takes the most charges. I think he's he's known for that. Yeah, I I don't know if LeBron's the you know if he's the biggest flopper. He's a big, strong guy. Um, those Euros, man they they act like they got killed. They do Luka, a great job of Luka selling. Luca complains those. a lot. I mean, Luca complains all the time. But it's not more about complaining. It's more about flopping and overselling the call, especially when something didn't even take place. All right, Lakers Blazers tonight. I like the Blazers big. Lakers are a mess. They don't even know if they're going to have uh, Caruso tonight. Kevin Clark joins us Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Have some ice cream. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.